the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Partners in the Gospel. I'm your host, Chaim Goldman, The Watchman. On Partners in the Gospel, we talk with ministry leaders, pastors, and other local community members, as well as national influencers who are making a kingdom impact. We are here on 100.7 FM, The Word, and also on podcast at thewordfm1007.com. On today's program, oh, this is great. We have a good friend of mine, Rachel Stovall, in the studio today, a columnist, community activist, and a connector in Colorado Springs for more than 40 years. And in our second segment, I'm really excited about this, too. We'll be talking about The Peak, a daily local news program for the Pikes Peak region that we will be launching soon and how you, yes, you, can be a part of it. Well, Rachel Stovall, welcome to Partners in the Gospel. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited about being here because <laughs> I used to work at 100.7 FM oh. back in the mid-90s, oh. 1995. So it's a homecoming. It is absolutely a homecoming. <laughs> back, back on the frequency. Absolutely. Well, as I said, Rachel is a columnist, community activist, and connector in Colorado Springs, a, a, a big networker. Uh, works for uh, writes for the Gazette also, and a oh, brave person, the Republican candidate for House District 17 in 2022. Didn't work out exactly as uh, as you had planned, but that's God. And we're going to be hearing today about being an advocate for your community, being a voice for the voiceless, because that is what is near and dear to the heart ministry and mind of Rachel Stovall. So, so Rachel, you, you've been doing this activist act uh, advocate. I know we, we try to stay away from the word activist because it tends to have negative connotations. I'm not woke y'all. <laughs> well, we've been doing, you've been doing this for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. You've seen lots of city councils, Yes, you, you know, lots of County commissioners. What's this been like? Bring us up to speed on your backstory here. It's been an amazing thing. I'm, I'm probably like anybody that's listening, and I was just kind of in my house. I was doing my own thing, and I just was with friends, you know, kind of complaining about a problem at that time. Do you know what I mean? You know, the way you probably do with your friends. And I remember thinking, well, I'm going to go say something. And so I got my little courage up the first time to go and to attend a city council meeting to say something. So you sit forever, like all right. day. For your three they, minutes. <laughs> exactly. They allow you to talk for three minutes. But the three minutes was enough to intrigue someone to come and say, well, what is happening in that neighborhood? Can you tell me more? And that was my first experience of being able to kind of talk about something that was happening in my area and seeing somebody get enough interest to do something that made an impact. And then... I was hooked. (laughs) So many years later, I'm hoping to spur some of you on to speaking up for something small, speaking up for something that you see, and just stepping into that place of 
raising your voice for the voiceless because that's what the scripture says for us to do. We see all through the Proverbs that we are told to gain justice for the fatherless, the widow, you know, and people who are positions, you know, not as well as we are. Poor and needy. Absolutely. So, you know, people talk about, you know, taking the country back and we tend to get Mm -hmm. distracted by the national, right? And then the state. And then, and you and I are more like, no, this is a county by county thing. We're going to take back. But what we have to remember is, you know, we break down to neighborhoods. We break down to mm-hmm. precincts on the political level. There's the person next door. And this is not the world that we grew up in where you knew your neighbors, you played with them. We've become very disconnected. So talk about that and, and what this disconnected attitude is, uh, is, is doing in our communities. I tell you what, when I was growing up right here in Colorado Springs, friends, from elementary school, people knew one another. And within the neighborhood, it was hard for someone to come in and try to get their crime on because everybody was looking. You know what I mean? A car that was unrecognizable would start a conversation among people. People were out in their front yards. People knew one another's names. The kids knew one another. Matter of fact, some of you will laugh at this. You could do something bad on the end of my street and somebody else's parent would spank you and two or three more parents would tell you off before you got back to your house where you were in trouble again. And I miss those days because we had a better society. Accountability. We yeah. did. We had a better society. We had uh, better neighborhoods, and we had safer neighborhoods because people knew what was going on. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so we need to speak up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I think I was telling you earlier about a situation that I had. Literally, I heard this huge crash. I was in my yard, and I was like, my goodness, what was that? I kind of went in front, and I looked. I didn't see anything, and I stood there, and I thought, and I realized it was my neighbor's house. So I opened her gate, and, you know, this is somewhat of a big no-no because, you know, in 2022 or 2021, we, we were, you know, coming out of the social isolation, and, you know, you weren't supposed to be connected to the person next to you. Much to my shock, she's lying on the ground. And, and, and I realized, you know, I run up, she's knocked out. She's fully knocked out. She was cutting trees and fell off the ladder on to the ground. Meanwhile, our other neighbor also heard the same thing. He comes into the yard. We assess quickly. Her legs at a strange angle. We call an ambulance. We stay with her during that time. She begins to stir. We make sure she doesn't get up because it's obvious to us her leg is broken. It's at the weirdest angle you've ever seen. And we waited out to the ambulance comes. We'll check this out. They send something that's not even an ambulance, City of Colorado Springs. Strange thing. So I literally was like, look, you have to send an ambulance. Look at this. Come over here. We bring them over. They assess it. They're like, oh, no. They finally send an ambulance, you know. And they take her to the hospital and do the, you know, actually big surgery that it turned out to be. What if I'd stayed in my house because hearing a big crash, I closed my door or hearing a big crash. I, I turned the music up so I wouldn't have to hear it or so I wouldn't disturb somebody or so, you know, I could just kind of be safe in my space and not have to be connected to the person next to me. So this is what advocacy is. Yeah. yeah, We have to dare to be connected. I mean, that's interesting because when you think about advocacy, you think, you know, big issues and lots of people and writing letters to congressmen and, you know, all this kind of stuff that people think of advocacy and, and a lot of people shy away from it. I know you, you and I don't because mm-hmm. we're that kind of people. Most people do, but you're talking about advocacy 
for one person. Absolutely. Each one reach one is a true saying and will absolutely work. And it's the thing that we got away from. What we forget is when we see the people who, you know, write to lots of people or they're on the news or all the rest of that, they started where we're at in the small place, in the relationship, in the everyday, in what we call the mundane. And those are where the most powerful interchanges take place. You know, that second where we can make a difference, but only if we speak up on behalf of someone who clearly can't. And and I, I think people can relate to that. I mean, I know you, you did it for your husband. I, I did it for my parents, you know, in the mm-hmm. hospital, right? Like where, you know, people can, can't speak up for themselves. They right. can't get the nurse. You, you know, people have probably done that bedside yeah. advocacy or, you know, they've gone with their child to you know, make good with a teacher or if there, mm-hmm. there's a, someone in the neighborhood they're having a problem with that you went to help that person speak, that person communicate, that person get something done. So that that is a wonderful way to bring it down and think about advocacy. I wasn't even thinking about it that way, but, but we all do it, don't we? We absolutely do. Um, and this is the exciting thing. Think about how we are in our neighborhoods and how neighborhoods feel, feed into a region of a city and how regions of city feed into a county. If enough of us begin doing these sorts of things and we rebuild the broken relationships at that level, we could find ourselves changing hearts and minds because we connected. And and how do you see that transforming a city? I mean, how, how you know, is there a people, people, they, we, we, there's that phrase, you know, local action is national impact, but, you know, personal action can be neighborhood impact or, or city impact. So how how do you see how these like, you know, small acts of kindness and advocacy could transform Colorado Springs, El Paso County? We each have the capacity to affect somebody's life for the better with these small acts. And if we did this on this level, we could find that it affects the political sort of things. It affects, you know, the, the areas that don't have precinct captains, someone steps up and does that because they've become used to speaking out on behalf of one person or two persons or, you know, 10 people. It becomes easier and easier and that becomes bigger. And because there are so many of us, when you think about 750,000 of us here in El Paso County, right now, almost no one participates in any of these processes of any type. They don't we've participate. Che- we've checked out. Yeah. yeah, we've checked out with schools. That's why the school boards are jacked out. We've checked up, you know, we've checked out with crime to a certain extent because we don't call the police. We're scared to get involved. You know, we've checked out and we are creating to a certain extent the very things that we don't want. And all we have to do is check back in. You don't have to check back in by, you know, going somewhere and, and, you know, doing something that takes up a whole ton of your life. That woman's life was saved probably in that first five to seven minutes because her husband didn't come out of the house for an hour. Her husband was there. Her husband was in the house (laughs) and he came out. He said, Rachel, why are you in my yard? This is after they were putting her in the ambulance. He said, why are you in my yard? And I said, they put your wife in the ambulance to take her to the hospital. I didn't know you were here. It never occurred to me to ring the doorbell. You know, those sorts of things. So what I'm saying is, if 750,000 of us became involved, 
What would this city be like? Right now, the city is run on probably less than 5,000 people. Think about it. So let's get involved. You are already in a position to be an advocate. You can care for people. That is a kingdom witness. That brings the gospel to your neighborhood, and we'll transform it one one block at a time, one Absolutely. neighborhood at a time. Rach, we have like 30 seconds. Uh, Helping Hands El Paso County, how do you, you recommend people Google that? And Helping Hands El Paso County, what, what do they find on there? What resources? You're going to find all kinds of resources that relate to all sorts of problems because sometimes we go, well, I, I can't help that kid across the street that, you know, it seems like they don't have food. I don't know what to do. And maybe, you know, I can't, you know, afford to do that. Well, you could connect them to the agencies that do that. So knowing the information would be a big, big impact. So that's one of the things that you can do. Also, just being aware and praying and being open to the Lord showing you where you can lend your helping hand this week. Excellent. And so we're not giving a specific uh, a web page because there's a lot of different web pages. So Helping mm-hmm. Hands, El Paso County, put that into your search engine and uh, find out resources for you to become a community advocate. Rachel Stovall, thank you so much for being on Partners in the Gospel today. Thank you for having me on. I hope I can spur you to find to find the place in you where you can do this. Amen. Well, coming up after the break on Partners in the Gospel, stick around. We have a quick break. We are going to be talking about The Peak. Your daily view of Pikes Peak region is about to get epic as we release a brand new local, local, local news program here on the Salem Network. And here's the best part. You can be part of it. So stick around for that. I'm Haim Goldman. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Haim Goldman, the Watchman, new host of Partners in the Gospel on The Word, 100.7 FM in Colorado Springs. Would you like to suggest a ministry leader, pastor, or other member of our community who is making a true kingdom impact? to be a guest on Partners in the Gospel program. Maybe even suggest yourself. Well, we'd love to hear from you. Please call me, I am Goldman, at Salem Media Group at 719-388-0386. That's 719-388-0386. Welcome back to Partners in the Gospel. I'm Chaim Goldman, the Watchman, your host. And I'm really, really excited about what I'm about to tell you because This is a new program, a new news, local news program, grassroots, supported by our community, about our community, and the news stories coming from our community, both as interviewers and as interview guests and journalists, and we are calling it The Peak. Yes, that's right, The Peak. It will be released. We are shooting for June 1st. 2023, not here on 100.7 FM, but on AM 1460, The Answer, and 101.1 FM, also The Answer. And that is our officially conservative news talk station. Now, why am I so excited about this? Because the temperament of news, of information, of even having free speech, if you haven't noticed, well, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, It's being limited. We are being silenced. We are being challenged to just shut up and go along with what's going on and not have an opinion and not have a voice. And uh, I know I'm not happy with that, and I hope that you're not happy with that. And I'm going to read you a, a quote, a very recent quote. 
when honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. Who said that? Tucker Carlson, about a week and a half ago, in his only public statement since being fired by Fox News, and not just fired, but they want to continue paying him, I believe it's $20 million a year, to keep him off the air. What is that about, brothers and sisters? Why would you pay someone who is the number one person at your network, brings in tons of money, gets all the views, and remove them from the network? Well, obviously something is up to silence us and specifically to silence conservative views and Christian conservative views. And here at Salem, (laughs) considering that we have three radio stations here, Christian Music, Bible teaching and talk, and conservative talk, we're not going to be silenced. In fact, we have decided to launch a program here, and I'm I'm producing it, I'm developing it to be playing from 3 to 4 p.m. early drive time on 1460 AM and 101.1 FM in order to bring everything out into the open that is going on here in Colorado Springs, El Paso County. In fact, we're just calling it the Pikes Peak region because AM 1460 reaches all the way from South Denver to Pueblo and out along the Front Range and up into the mountains. A very large footprint, and this is a wonderful area. You love it. You live here. You appreciate what's going on here. But this isn't the society (laughs) that we grew up in. We're seeing things deteriorate. And so much of that, there's two real reasons, and and Rachel was talking about it. It's it's the individual not speaking up, you know, and and that really is what it's all about, right? Because one person really can change the world if he or she just uh, purposes to do so. But let's talk institutionally what the problem is. First of all, the church. If the church was operating properly in society, we wouldn't have these issues, but We know that for many different reasons, the church in a lot of ways has checked out of society. It doesn't comment on things of the day. It's not really involved in people's day-to-day lives, and certainly in our society. It stays away from elections. It, It stays away from most things except what goes on on Sunday morning inside the walls. And we know that we're supposed to hit the street, but not just to preach the salvation gospel, but to be the hands and feet of Messiah and to take care of our community, and to take care especially of those who can't help themselves. And in the first segment of the program, we talked about that at length. But what also checked out, or maybe even is being controlled, is the media. The media is really the accountability in a way that the church is the moral accountability, that the, the media is the transparency. It's, it's the, if you do this, people are going to know about it. And when, when that goes away— when, when the local newspapers and TV and radio aren't focused on bringing information and truth and challenging the, you know, everything and saying, we're going to look at this, we're going to bring it in a fair and balanced way to the people, not with a predetermined narrative, but with facts and with information and with good commentary that lets people think, then we all know what happens when there's no accountability. The people are let loose. They do whatever they want, and those in positions of power abuse it. And we can't allow that to go on anymore. So what we are doing here with the peak 
is we've created a program uh, that will bring media accountability back to the Pikes Peak region. Um, it's really designed for conservative, but not just conservative, really other fair-minded voices um, you know, that are being silenced here and people that want this information and want to be able to make choices for themselves. Because when the media is silenced, when or when the media chooses to silence itself or not, or not handle important issues of the day, then the citizenry are left feeling underrepresented or unrepresented, and there's a, a feeling of hopelessness that, well, what can we do? We don't even know what's going on. So the peak, and uh, we have a our fledgling website up right now at www.thepeak, P-E-A-K, thepeak.news. Yes, thepeak.news. We are promising real journalism, not with an agenda. You know, I, I have a degree in broadcasting and and film, and and uh, you know, journalism is really important. It's it's called the fourth estate. It's supposed to be the accountability, the transparency, the ones watching over. As I as I call myself, the watchman watching over a society. And when that checks out, oh, we know what happens. So we're seeking to bring that back in with real journalism and local stories told by local journalists from a local radio station. Salem has wonderful, wonderful national hosts. But up until now, the local hosts have not been on except on the weekends. What we're looking to do is Monday through Friday, oh, and Saturday and Sunday, yes, seven days a week for an hour from 3 to 4 p.m. whenever you tune in to 1460 uh, a.m. and 101.1 f.m., you will be hearing the peak during the week. Uh, We will be covering uh, theming out the shows into different categories. We'll be talking about business. We'll be talking about government. We'll be talking about family and church and media and education and arts and entertainment because these are the pillars of society, the spheres, or some people call them mountains of society. And so we're going to bring people on to talk about them. I'm the, the host and the executive producer, but I am in no way going to be the only Voice. We are going to have co-hosts and we are going to have citizen journalists and great interview guests who will come on and we will look at El Paso County. We will look at Colorado Springs. We will look at the Pikes Peak region, maybe in ways that you've never known before. And we're going to represent it properly without an agenda, not to change it, but to report on it. And uh, I hope you find that exciting. I hope that you want to be part of it. And I want to tell you now how you can be. Well, first of all, go to the website, www.thepeak.news, N-E-W-S, and check it out. There's not a lot there right now, but enough to let you know what's going on. But what is on there? There are four contact buttons currently on the website. And uh, what are they? Well, one, this is radio. This is commercial radio. And we are looking for partners, for sponsors, for advertisers, whatever label you want to put on them, all the same. Those of you who have local businesses, we want this to be local, right? Local news funded by local businesses with local reporters and bringing bringing real journalism to the local market, that if you like this, you're inspired by this, you want to be part of this, 
Well, we would like to get involved with you as a sponsor of the program. We're having a few different levels, and it involves promotion and advertising of your business. Because if you're going to support us, we want to support you as a listenership. And so get ready to get involved in that. Secondly, to be a citizen journalist and to and to bring in reports, to tell stories, to get it out there. Yes, we want that. And we're going to have staff that is going to organize volunteer journalists, in order, in order to put out stories both on the air and on our website and in podcast, and then um, we have we want interview guests. So if you think you're interesting to be interviewed, go on there. And of course, just to be notified when we launch, well, which should be a few weeks from now, again on fourteen sixty uh, AM and one hundred one point one FM, the answer we will be launching. If if none of these things turn you on, but you just want to be a great listener. <laughs> Go on there, click the notification button and let us know, and we will let you know when we launch. Well, what do you think, folks? Are you ready to get your voice back? Are you ready to hear about what's going on? Are you ready to be an advocate, an informed advocate? Well, we're bringing true journalism back, not biased, real journalism, and we invite anyone out there who wants to tell a story to join in with us. This is grassroots. This is community. And uh, we want you to be part of it. So go to thepeak.news, let us know who you are, and we will be talking to you soon and let other people know what's going on. Well, we're finishing up the show. Um, want to let you know that we have a mayoral election, so make sure to vote by May 16th. And you've been listening to Partners in the Gospel on 100.7 FM. Now get out there and make an impact for the kingdom for such a time as this. Shalom. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.